We saw over the weekend these massive protests uh, emerging all across the United States. And they have now, uh, I think you can definitively say, taken a more peaceful turn uh, from the initial outbreak of reports of looting and vandalism. And some of those businesses that were looted and vandalized were Korean-owned businesses, uh, some 150 estimated, according to the South Korean Foreign Ministry. So uh, to find out more about uh, the protest movement and how it affects the Korean community and also what the Korean community is doing to try to support Black Lives Matter, we're very pleased to be joined uh, right at the scene of the crime in Minnesota, the president of the Korean American Association of Minnesota, Hwang Hyo-suk. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for uh, this interview. Uh, You are in Minnesota right now. You are the uh, leader of the Korean American community there. Uh, How would you describe the atmosphere in Minnesota right now? Uh, Right now, there is no riots, no curfews, only peaceful protests for actually equality against racism and also police uh, accountability. Uh, those uh, are still going on. Overall, the atmosphere in Minneapolis is uh, in a recovery and healing mode, I would say. And uh, just, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Last Saturday, actually, I visited the site where George Floyd was killed, and huge memorial was set up for him, and BLM uh saying Black Lives Matter, uh, signs were all over, and many people were wearing T-shirts with the BLM on on their shirts. And sentiments of that equality and human dignity were quietly settling in. I was quite surprised because I was uh, uh, anticipating a little bit more uh, upheaval, but Mm. it was quiet, Mm. and I felt mixed emotions felt sad and some hope for the future. Uh, <clears throat> amazing. What's amazing is that many black people as well as many white people, I can't tell uh, which, uh, what kind of, what people are more, but it's almost as much. I think I would say there are more white people were there to show respect to George Floyd and they were chanting, he will be remembered and also some other group are chanting, his life will not be lost in vain. It was quite an experience. I can imagine, and really echoing uh, what we've seen uh, in other places. Uh, it's more diverse now, uh, certainly uh, more people, not just black people, uh, coming together to to lend their support to this movement. Uh, in Minnesota, uh, nighttime curfews were in place for both Minneapolis and St. Paul uh, amidst the initial unrest, and uh, the National Guard was deployed in multiple cities in the U.S. Uh, can you Tell us more about the measures by the authorities. Uh, some people say the, uh, the police uh, violence has been excessive there. How have they been affecting your everyday life these days? Um, in some cases, definitely for George Floyd's case, there was an excessive uh, police uh, force. Uh, and so, but uh, those measures, sometimes uh, those measures were not not to that extent, but in order to take control of the overheated situation, uh, some of those measures uh, were necessary. 
But the magnitude of the measures taken uh, in Minneapolis uh, last uh, uh, week uh, was the first time in Minnesota history, and for both police and National Guards, the first deployment of the National Guards couldn't handle the uh, extreme uh, rioting. So Governor Waltz, Minnesota Governor Waltz, asked more National Guards, almost doubling the force. And the curfew was uh, declared at the time. And then uh, the most extraordinary measures needed to hold down the uh, extreme rioting because it was, uh, uh, Minnesota is the most of the time is pretty quiet uh, mm. state. And I think to this level of uh, rioting was the first time in my recollection. When extreme rioting war calmed down, most of the rioters are arrested and Minnesota started having some degree of calming atmosphere and a sense of relief. And we were able to sleep better that night. During the unrest, <clears throat> we felt uh, tremendous fear and anxiety and were restless, not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow, what's, what's going to happen next. So these days, all those riots are behind us, and the curfews are lifted. We are reclaiming order and peace in our daily lives. Uh, people are concentrating on recovering and healing. And amazingly, uh, there are much protest is going on, but in a very calm way and with a mask on their mouth. And uh, it was really amazing. Uh, yeah, and there, I know that there has been some uh, dispute over uh, the the actual rioting and whether these were outsiders uh, from uh, not part of the St. Paul, Minneapolis community or whether uh, they were uh, part of the initial group. But it does, obviously, uh, Black Lives Matter as an organization uh, officially is not uh, supporting the, the rioting that's been uh, going on. The Korean media, and I know you are reading Korean language media as well, uh, there's been a lot of reporting on the Korean American businesses and how they're affected in the U.S. Can you first tell us more about the Korean community in Minnesota, how big it is, and generally what type of businesses? You normally think of dry cleaners, nail salons, uh, uh, laundromats, etc. Okay. And this is very uh, different Korean community than other areas in the United States. Uh, Korean community uh, in Minnesota came to exist about 60 years ago. And Korean students came to the University of Minnesota for getting uh, an advanced education. Mm -hmm. And then when they received their advanced degree, uh, many of them uh, got a job, professional jobs in Minnesota, and they stayed. And that's the beginning of it. And in 1959, this is very special, specific for Minnesota, University of Minnesota invited many Seoul National University students to get advanced education. Then uh, University of Minnesota and Seoul National University became sister schools. And that uh, lasted quite a while. Those people who uh, came and got an education uh, became the leaders to help uh, rebuild Korea, a war-torn Korea, uh, Korea, in many areas such as medicine and natural sciences and uh, sometimes arts, too. Uh, Demographically, there are about uh, 10,000 Korean immigrants in Minnesota, and majority of them have professional jobs 
such as uh, professors, <clears throat> doctors, and lawyers, and researchers, and corporate executives uh, and administrators, and high-tech uh, engineers. About 20 years ago, though, Korean, uh, Koreans started to come to Minnesota for reasons other than getting an advanced education. They usually set up businesses of their own, such as uh, retail stores and groceries, restaurants, uh, cleaning services, and construction companies, uh, and so on. We only have about a minute left, so I might have to uh, cut this short a little bit. But uh, just with the damages to the Korean community, um, uh, can you tell us about that? What kind of advice and recommendations have been issued by the Korean American Association of Minnesota? Okay, so uh, about seven Korean businesses were identified and then totally destroyed. And so on the Thursday, which is the the night before the uh, riot, I uh, sent an email to people to be mindful of their safety and security and urge them to stay home. And then uh, on May 31st, which is Saturday, uh, I sent out another email letting them know that what is the damage of the Korean businesses and also the urging them to stay, stay in a safe area. Yeah, and so we know that uh, it's not just uh, the idea of uh, protecting your businesses, but at the same time, mm-hmm. also protecting your health as well. As, uh, as you know very well, uh, Korea has done a, a good job with pandemic um, uh, control and, and uh, infection control. And that, that is yes. one of the other side effect uh, uh, concerns uh, with the mass gathering of people. And hopefully we do hope that everyone stays safe regardless, uh, including with violence and also with the uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic. Hwang Hyo-suk, Ms. Hwang, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate uh, all of uh, your insights and getting us a sense of the uh, situation in uh, Minnesota, which has really become the epicenter uh, for what happened after the uh, racist murder of uh, George Floyd. So uh, very interesting to hear your perspective. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye.